You are an amazing entrepreneur. You value your client's experience. You pay attention to every little detail in their designs. You've worked really hard to build a reputation around your business that you're proud of. So when you receive negative feedback from a client, you start to feel that sinking feeling in your stomach. Now what? Well, that's what we're chatting about today. Welcome to the Hennapreneur Podcast, the exclusive podcast of its kind, dedicated to giving you an honest look at the realities of making a living as a henna professional. I'm your host, Chelsea Stevenson, a tea-loving, shoe-collecting mother of three in constant search for the most poppin' pair of earrings and the perfect shade of red lipstick. I'm also a professional henna artist and business strategist who went from barely being able to piece together a fluid design to being the owner of the most celebrated henna boutique in my city. I'm on a mission to help henna professionals to harness their skills and grow vibrant, profitable businesses that they absolutely love. If you want to make more money with your art, you are definitely in the right place. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, hennapreneurs. So today I wanna talk to you about what happens when you receive a complaint from a client. This is something that, you know, it's one of those things that we hope that it's never gonna happen to us and you actually may go quite a while inside of your business before you receive your first complaint. And so I think (laughs) in that instance, it actually feels even more, you know, earth shattering because you have this, you know, this longstanding um, experience of, having happy customers and happy clients. So when someone comes through and, you know, sends you that email or sends you that text or DM where they're expressing that they did not have a good experience and that they're, you know, giving you this complaint, it can be incredibly demoralizing. And you can, you know, almost be like shaken by the fact that someone wasn't thrilled with what you provided them. And so I want to talk to you guys a little bit about how how you can better work through receiving client client complaints. I want to chat with you a little bit today about and give you a little bit of insight, of course, about what my own system is, my own thought processes are as it relates to receiving negative feedback, because I hate to point it out and I hate to spoil this for you, but it's inevitable. You can be the greatest artist on, you know, on the face of the earth. You can have all of the best business practices in place. But the bottom line is that you were not born to make everyone on the earth happy. And so It is absolutely inevitable and completely to be expected that at some point you are going to receive negative feedback from a client. You are going to receive that complaint. And when that happens, you need to know how to handle that. And you need to know how to do that in a way um, that allows you to feel confident as well. Today, I want to share with you three um, different ways that I like to approach this particular type of situation. So the first is that I want you to take inventory of that situation. Okay, so here is where you need to gather as much information as possible without projecting any feelings into the equation. Okay, I get it. When you receive a complaint or you receive negative feedback, you're likely feeling a lot of different emotions. Uh, You may be hurt. You may be frustrated. You may be kicking yourself thinking, man, I, I should have, you know, I shouldn't have accepted that booking or I knew it. And you may even feel angry, right? There's times where there's anger even that is birthed from, you know, receiving negative feedback. And especially in those cases where you do feel like perhaps you over delivered and this person was ungrateful or whatever the circumstance may be. But 
oftentimes you have some combination of these sorts of emotions when you Im uh, initially receive that feedback or that complaint. And so I'm going to ask for you when you're working through that, that you acknowledge those emotions, but that you put them aside. You have to put them aside. You, of course, you as the business owner, you need to try to be as objective as possible about what has occurred. You already know your own perspective. You know, acknowledge that perspective. You might even take a moment to write something out about it, you know, to journal about it, what your experience was, what the feelings that you're having around around this, you know, this appointment or this client or around the feedback that was received. You could journal, you can speak with a friend, you can pop into the Hennepreneur community and chat about it. Acknowledge your emotions, get them out of your body and then leave them there for a moment because you need to be objective. You need to also consider what your client is feeling. Just like you're having all of these emotions, she's likely experiencing a number of, you know, low and also strong emotions. Most people don't go out of their way to make a complaint to a business. And especially as it relates to small businesses, most people won't take the time. Now, of course, there's that type of individual who just complains about anything and everything in life. And we're not talking about that person. The truth is, most of the time, people will, in order not to inconvenience themselves and just to save themselves the hassle, they won't even provide you with feedback. They'll just be angry about what happened or they'll be just, you know, unsatisfied with what happened uh, and with the experience that they had. And they won't talk to you because most people are non-confrontational. Instead, what they'll do is take those complaints and share them with their friends or share them with their family or share them with other people inside of your community. And the fact that this person has reached out to you and given you this feedback, that tells you a lot about the strength of the emotions that she is experiencing. And whatever it is that she shares with you, I want to encourage you to listen and listen openly, right? Listen, not wanting to formulate a response, listen to gather information. Okay. So you're going to gather information about what, you know, of course the experience that she had, the feelings that she had, but more importantly, I want you to gather as much information around what that complaint is specifically. Perhaps she's complaining because not enough people were seen. You know, you went to an event booking for her and she was expecting that you would be able to, you know, complete designs for 25 people and you only got to 15. Okay. That's a legitimate complaint. What was going on in that situation? Gather as much information. Was that, you know, she, you know, you were working through each guest, but the guests were not coming up to the table to actually sit and get their henna done, you know? Was it an issue of you had an expectation that there were going to be a certain number of guests and there were not? Was it an expectation around, you know, how large the designs were going to be or how intricate the designs were going to be? And then when you got there, there were more people which required for you to either maintain the size of the pieces that you guys had discussed or make them smaller in order to address everyone who was present. Take the emotions out and look at the situation for what it is. Perhaps you receive a, a complaint from someone who's saying, hey, I didn't get a good stain. OK, gather information about that. Well, you know, what did aftercare look like? You know, how long did the paste stay on her skin? Did she remove it earlier? Did she wash her hands to take the paste off or did she scrape it off or did she use oil to remove it? You know, at what point did she expose her hands to water next? How long how long ago did she take that picture even? You know, how old was this henna in this photo that you're sending me, for example? So you have so much opportunity to gather information. This is where you need to do it very early on. Okay. So process your emotions, set them aside, then gather whatever feedback 
your client has for you and start to go on like detective hunt. <laughs> Here is where you want to gather as much detail as possible, because once you've gathered all of that information, OK, then you really are going to come in and you're going to, again, aim to be as objective as possible, where you're going to look at that situation and find you know, where was there something that was done wrong or that could have been done better? And perhaps that's on your side or perhaps that's on their side. I'm not saying that either, you know, I never, I remember, this is really interesting and I want, I want to just go ahead and pause and say here, when I hear from my students or when I hear from, you know, clients inside of my programs who are experiencing an issue with one of their clients who's made a complaint, I never make the assumption that my student or client is right. Because there's always the possibility that we as the artists have done something wrong, okay? Just like we know the ins and outs of henna. We know the ins and outs of our processes, but our clients don't, right? So there, of course, is the high likelihood that our clients have not done a thing correctly. But I don't make the assumption that my student or client, that artist, is right. OK, you want to look and be objective. And so once you've seen, you know, you've sat down with the facts, if you will, of the situation, then you're going to make a decision. OK, this is your second step. You need to make a decision. So this is your business. You're the boss. You get to choose how you're going to respond to this complaint. That may be that, you know, perhaps you are going to offer them a discount on their next book service. Perhaps you're going to offer them a refund for the service that they paid for and were unhappy with. Perhaps you're going to uh, choose to do nothing and say, listen, this, you know, this is what it is and there's nothing that I can offer you, but I'm happy to provide you some additional educational resources or whatever, or I'm happy to point you back to whatever, you know, line in our agreement or whatever that looks like. Perhaps you're not going to offer them anything but information that that affirms what you're doing, right? That decision that you're making. Perhaps uh, in the instance of, you know, a, co a client complaint that turns perhaps inappropriate even, you might make the decision that you're going to part ways with that person entirely, where you're not going to allow for them to book with you in the future. This is all up to you. This is all up to you. What's most important is that when you make that decision, you need to own it. OK. And so for me, I like to take inventory of, you know, what happened there and make that decision. But in making that decision, part of my part of my thought process is, OK, what will what's the potential aftermath of this as well? Because there's always collateral. OK, there's always collateral in every situation. There's always nuance. And for me, I like to think about what does that aftermath look like? OK, I like to consider, you know, how would I feel? If this exchange between me and this unhappy client were screenshot and shared on the internet, would I feel comfortable with the things that I said? Would I feel comfortable with how I responded to, you know, the things that, th that were said to me? How would I feel about how I carried myself inside of this interaction? And so that's the lens through which I approach any client exchanges, but especially client exchanges that relate to an unhappy, you know, client or an, an unsatisfactory experience. So with that in mind, I want you to communicate clearly, over communicate, if you must, about the actions that you're going to take and why that course of action is the action that you're choosing and then stick with it. So you've made your decision and you're going to communicate that to them. OK, this is what I can offer you or perhaps you're not offering anything, this is where I'd like to redirect you or I'd like to call your attention to, you know, this 
whatever, this piece of information or this uh, expectation that was set prior. Um, and so this is what this is where we're going from, you know, from here on out. This is why I'm choosing to do this. This is why I'm offering you that refund. This is why I'm offering you a discount code for future service. This is why you are no longer going to be able to book services with me in the future. Whatever that is, communicate what the decision is and the why behind it and then stick with it. You have to stick with it. This is your business. Protect it. (laughs) This is your business. Treat it with respect. This is your business and you get to choose. But if you're going to command respect from other people around your business, you have to operate with that for yourself as well. The last piece, and this might take you by surprise, I'm going to ask you to do better. (laughs) Okay, so this is the thing. Receiving negative feedback is always an opportunity to grow. Even in instances where you did everything right, there is still always room for improvement. I mentioned that you know, most people won't even bring you their complaint because most people don't wish to engage in confrontation. So the fact that this person has given you this feedback is a huge opportunity, okay? It's highlighting something inside of your system, which perhaps you were unaware of that, you know, isn't as effective as it could be or isn't as efficient as it could be or isn't as user-friendly as it could be. How do I know that? Well, because the complaint exists, So be open and be honest with yourself. How could you better prepare your clients for an experience that is, at minimum, consistent with their expectations? That's honestly, that's the key word, expectations. How might you better educate, inform, or communicate expectations to them? And how might you better communicate your expectations of them as well? Reserve harsh judgment uh, of yourself. Just receive the feedback as a gift. We don't have to be like self-loathing because we received a complaint. It's not necessary. This is a gift. And it's a gift that provides insights on how you can better serve those people who visit you later. Okay? So take advantage of that. Be honest with yourself. And then implement changes that would reduce the instance or the, the possibility for something like this, a similar request or a similar complaint like this to be received by you in the future. Okay? So... These are my tips, if you will, on how you can handle your client complaints because you will receive them. If you haven't received them up until now, consider yourself very lucky. (laughs) Understand it's coming. And if you have received complaints already, but perhaps felt a little bit insecure or unsure about how you were handling them, I hope that this provides you with some insight to how you can, you know, in the future, address complaints from a, you know, a position that feels a perspective that feels much more empowered and one of more confidence. Okay. So just to have a quick recap, what I'm going to suggest that you do is first take inventory of the situation, gather as much uh, information as possible, set aside your emotions and just try to look at the situation objectively. Next, you're going to make a decision. You are the boss here. You get to choose what happens next. So Whatever that is, whatever that's going to look like, make a decision, determine what action, what course of action you're going to take, communicate that course of action clearly to your client, and then stick with it because you need to. And then finally, your third piece of advice is do better. Take the feedback, whether you agree with it or not, take the feedback and assess how you can minimize the opportunity for 
similar feedback to be received. Where is there a hole that you can plug? Where is there a gap that you can fill? Where is there um, an opportunity for you to better educate, inform, and communicate expectations with your clients so that when they have their henna experience with you, at minimum, their expectations are met? Because of course, we're going to aim to we're going to aim to go above and beyond, but at minimum, their expectations are met. Okay. So with those three pieces of advice in mind, I do, you know, I want to encourage you to, to be uh, gentle with yourself. Also receiving negative feedback is not a representation of you. It's not, you know, it doesn't say anything about you. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong necessarily. Um, not to say that there may ha- not have been things that you did wrong inside of that exchange that, you know, that caused, you know, a righteous complaint. But it doesn't say that you are wrong in running your business or that you're not cut out for this or any of that. What's important is for you to provide yourself with the space, with the grace, with the permission to just accept the feedback that you received and and harness it to make you better and to make your business better so that you can better service clients moving forward, okay? With that said, if you are someone who has had a client experience like this where you've received a complaint and maybe you felt like you handled it like a boss or perhaps you had an experience and you thought, oh my gosh, I have no idea how to handle this and you feel like you handled it perhaps in not the greatest of ways or maybe you're dealing with this right now. Like maybe you recently received a complaint from a client and are still trying to navigate and figure out how you're going to handle it. If so, look, all of those situations apply. Come jump inside of the conversation we're having in the Hennapreneur community where we're talking all about client complaints and how you can better navigate them. You can get some feedback from other artists. You can share your own experiences. And of course, I'll be there to to offer a little uh, insight from my perspective as well. If you're not already a member of the community, you can find us at hennapreneur.com slash community. We'd be happy to have you there. All right, with that, I'll see you guys next time. Bye for now. I've got a serious question for you, Hennapreneur. Are you ready to stop playing small with your art and to take your business to the next level already? Are you tired of feeling like you're doing it all to grow your business, but you just aren't seeing the results and the success that you're looking for? Perhaps you've got clients here and there, but you know inside that your potential expands far beyond what your business is generating today. You may know that you're a solid artist, but you can't seem to crack the code on the business side of things. And you may find yourself wondering, what gives? If any of this sounds like you, listen up, because I've got some really great news for you. I've got a free on-demand masterclass called Five Figure Foundations, where I'll teach you my framework for how to build a profitable henna business. During the masterclass, you'll learn things like how to position your henna business for success, even if you don't have any background in practical business management. You're gonna learn the critical steps you need to take in order to get your budding business started off right or to correct the broken one that's burning you out. You're gonna learn why you need systems, not feelings, to make more money and to expand your business. We're gonna get real clear, real fast about how you're likely getting in your own way right now and how you can remove the frustrations that are holding you back. I'm also gonna share my tried and true framework for establishing a profitable, sustainable business. And I'm gonna tell you all about how my students are continuing to grow their businesses and celebrating some pretty big wins in the process, 
even through those everyday challenges that you might expect, like juggling work and home life, and even those massive challenges that you might have never seen coming, like navigating a pandemic while being a business owner. At the end of the masterclass, you'll no longer be in the dark. You'll know exactly what to do and what to avoid to build a solid foundation for your own profitable henna business as well. To register for the masterclass and to watch it instantly on demand, visit hennapreneur.com foundations.